We are praying for the spirit of utterance, the spirit of utterance. May the Lord grant them utterance tonight. Utterance, the shunika maya, abrada bada bato zai, ibede betus Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, I want to welcome you all again to a cry, a cry for the church. And today is going to be wonderful, and I know God is going to bless each and every one of us as we are about to intercede for the churches in Ghana. So with I want to invite our sir, Sir Elon. Sir Elon, please. You can take over. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Derek. Good evening, guys. I trust you are doing well by God's grace. Tonight is a beautiful night. Um, let's let's pray shortly. Just just pray in the spirit wherever you are. And uh, even before that, I want you or I put the link on the channel. Okay, I've dropped the link on the channel. Everyone, copy it. Kindly share it to your statuses, or if you have a broadcast list, with someone because um, whatever we are discussing tonight is very strategic. Okay, it is very strategic. It is important to you as a believer it's important to me it's important to all of us okay i'm sure you've been uh, everyone here might have um, followed cogs and you know or you have um, adequate knowledge in what we discussed it's uh, the unity of the church and it is uh, predicated on that that we're having this seven day prayer should i call it a prayer workshop Oh, it's, yeah, so it's it's predicated on that. But before we continue anything, let's just thank God for the opportunity. Let's thank God for the opportunity to gather as friends, as family, as believers. 
Let's just thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Cabra sons Tagamite Iman Kobosin Bili Andra Kasti. Nega Bingra Indos Semandri Ina Komaste. Sozem de Inke Bonsa Bran Sodenske Vinamase. Thank you, Jesus. Pulambri Inamante. Meko de Grias Kumandri Ivaloski. Thank you, Jesus. Pani Traginoskia. Thank you, Jesus. Aminda Legamonka Vase. Rabandolo Ombila, Kuzendri Akia, the Mendri, Kuzendri, Yaskomandia, Menkombra on the Venso, on the Eagle, Ebaronzelas, Redontri in the Ongi, Inki, Egamongra as Ebra Nonspra, Enzo, Vaiki, Vena Ambri, Engo Varse, Meta Gebalude, Inge Vizon, the Vena Mampai, Retogomonzi, Ibrandu, Unindri, Ivagabon, the Venzalas. Thank you, Jesus. Anidra, 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 Anidra. Sodagama, Spirit of the Living God. Ragomongi Gavasindre Isko. Mikentro Osh Andre Enasabronda Kizabra Abondre. Mestra Gozendre Inagombra Anontra. Repuspro Ondira Agomas Tugombra Azendre Inagasti. Mestra Gadigra Dalzebra Abarro Cosembre Inavon Kadigra Katuk. Mestra Dibra Andura Avesca Ike Digamondre. Mistro Ombar Avisca Venamundi Igasa Kalaide Evendua Minda Aguai Kivalatua Kabaiwa Digambos. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. You know, one, one thing that is happening is that the Lord is healing uh, certain people of menstrual disorders. Okay, menstrual disorders. If you are here and you are struggling any menstrual disorders, or that anything related to is that issue um i'm telling you this is the word of the lord this is this is what the lord is saying is that you are healed those with uh irregular flows those who have pains and all that and i can assure you soon give a testimony um this this is not the first time the lord is doing something like this and i'm i'm very sure when the lord has said this that even as he has said it, it is done in Jesus' name. Okay. So so uh just have that in mind. This is just the beginning of many great things God wants to do with you. Okay. So as I said, we were we are gathered to pray for the church, um, the church of Ghana, the church abroad, in fact, the whole church. And uh one thing the Lord is doing in this age is that He's breaking the barriers of denominationalism and is breaking the my church mentality. He's bringing all of us believers together to come together as one body and to legislate as one body. Okay. And uh, based on this, you know, I shared something recently and I, I'll read it. I'll read it out to you. It's on the channel. It's in an image. Okay. So it was something I wrote, which we screenshotted and shared. And it says that per the agency of this season, okay, the agency of the season, and then in quotes, we have the calling, equipping, and dispatching of functionaries by the heavenly courts. Okay, then, um, our quotation mark is closed. He says that there needs be that we tarry longer in the wine of his presence. Okay, there is the need that we as believers tarry longer in the wine of his presence, and he says that we must be apt to the promptings of the spirit 
and duly execute the burdens which he lays on our hearts by prayer. Um, I think this is my emphasis, okay? This is my emphasis for tonight, is that we must be up to the promptings of the Spirit and duly execute the burdens which he lays on our hearts by prayer. Listen, this week we are going to go through a beautiful journey, okay? But um, we, I, we cannot come and do prayer without us hearing something, without us receiving the word of God. So I want to give you a short exhortation, something very, very short. And then that will set us on course for the rest of the week. I'm sure if you listened to uh, the Cogs Unity, there is one thing that will have happened to you. You would have had a great burden. Most people spoke to me. They said, after I listened to it, they started having a burden to pray for the unity of the church. Okay. And in the um, passage I just read, I spoke about how that we must be apt to the promptings of the Lord and then duly execute the burdens that the Spirit lays on our hearts. So I want to look uh, something little about burdens. You know, we are always talking about burdens, burdens, burdens. And people say, this is a man of burdens, I'm burdened. And, all that and we don't really get the concept of burdens and why god will give a man burdens and how god legislates in our natural environment now if you've been following me for a while one thing you should have come to understand by now is that with whatever dealing god is going to have on this earth what god is going to do is that he finds a functionary so we were dealing with something like uh spirit portals uh, sorry living portals you, you might have seen that on the channel living portals where we discuss the fact that you are the portal God is going to use. You understand? We found out that man uh, is an extension of God. Whatever God wants to do, he's going to use the method of man, okay? So in the same way, God is using many people in this time. It's based on what God wants to do in uh, on the face of this earth. And because of that, he is laying burdens on people. Now, when we talk about burdens, we are generally looking at um, duties. We are looking at responsibilities. Anything that we carry, do you understand? Anything that we carry. And for we as believers, we are looking at it in the context of the kingdom. We are, will be pinpointing on the, um, the, the desires of, of the Father, the desires on the heart of the Father. Okay? These are the things we carry as Christians. And these are the responsibilities. These are the duties. Someone said something interesting, Bob Pierce. I don't know how many of you know him. He said that, Lord, break my heart with what breaks yours. This is a man of deadness. He says that the thing that is heavy on the heart of the Father, Lord, let that be on my heart also. Okay. So, we are God's method of implementation. And when God has a desire on his heart, when God wants to do something on this earth, he is going to place it in us or place it on our hearts as burdens. you understand? When God wants to do something, he finds a man, he places the burden on the man, okay? Now, I've made you understand something. Most of the natural things we see reflect um, spiritual things. Do you understand? Most of the natural things we see reflect spiritual things. And uh, in our natural context, we will see one thing that can be described as a burden. And even we see it in the biblical context, okay? We see how that, the womb, the womb of a person, the womb of a woman, mainly a woman, is used to carry the burden of a child. The womb of the woman is used to carry a child. Okay, so 
um, it is only bees. Okay, this is what I want you to understand. It is only bees with wombs that are licensed to bring forth. Okay, the bee must have a womb to be able to bring forth. The bee must have a womb. Okay, that is the use of wombs. That so 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 when God is going to implement something, God will look that He is finding a womb. Okay, this is very in line with what we discussed about living portals. By this time, we are talking about wombs, that God is going to find wombs, okay? Because God's way of executing burdens is by the use of womb. It's by the use of womb. When he wants a man to conceive a burden, okay, it is going to be by the womb. So burdens are conceived and executed in the womb, okay? And remember, we are not looking at the physical womb of a woman, okay? I just said the natural things reflect spiritual possibilities. They reflect spiritual um, realities. Do you understand? So the same way that that natural womb can carry the baby or can carry uh, a certain object that is supposed to be birthed, that is supposed to bring forth. When God wants to birth something in our world, he's going to find a womb. And it might not be a natural womb, but then there are spiritual wombs. Okay, every person as a womb, whether male or female, you should know you have a womb. Okay, the reason why I said this, uh, this, this meeting is very important for ladies is that um, when we talk about womb, we know it is about ladies. It is, it is mainly reflective of ladies. They are the main emphasis when we look at wombs. But when we move to a spiritual context, we can see that even the males have wombs. Okay, anything that can bring forth nations can have wombs. Even uh, the Bible says that as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth. You understand? As soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth. Now, I would not like to go into that verse because a lot of you have a certain uh, a certain interpretation into it, which is quite erroneous. But we are not going to go into that for now. We are going to look that, at that uh, later on. So if God wants to crystallize a certain possibility in our visible realm, he's going to use what? He'll use the technology of wombs and we know that even with our natural womb the womb is not there and then a baby comes out so there must be an implantation okay you must implant something into the womb there must be a certain seed there must be sperm there must be uh, a certain um biological substance that will cause that womb to actually function as the womb function as what the womb is supposed to function okay so in the same way when god is looking at doing something on the face of the earth or bringing forth something on the face of the earth and he finds a womb, God is going to implant a seed in the womb. You understand? Because the, the womb is going to be that environment to nurture the workings of God. The womb is going to be that environment to nurture the workings of God. Now, you see in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, where um so turn your bibles to genesis chapter 1 verse 28 he says that and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth okay over everything now we see that God has told man um subdue the earth do this do that do this do that do this do that but uh, and, and he tells man to multiply. He, he tells man to be fruitful. But when you come to Genesis chapter 3, you see the specific method that 
Christ is looking for to make man be fruitful. When you come to Genesis chapter 3, verse 16, he says that unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. So when they had sinned, okay. And because of that, he says he will multiply the sorrow. Okay, when they're having the conception, he's going to multiply the sorrow. And he says, and he, so that's when she will bring forth children. Okay. And you so you realize that even though God had told them to multiply, his emphasis was more on the woman. Why? Because the woman had the womb. So it was the woman told that, oh, in sorrow, you 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 will multiply in sorrow. You will multiply in sorrow because we needed the womb. We need that womb technology. It has to work. Whatever God is doing on the face of the earth, even in this generation, God is looking for wombs. That's one thing God is doing in this time. God is looking for wombs. God is looking for wombs. And it's unfortunate. Many people have, uh, have, have closed their wombs or may, many people have kept their wombs to themselves. You understand? Even Jesus coming to this earth, he needed a womb. Do you remember Hannah? Uh, the, the, the woman Anna, Anna and Simeon. They were they are very great functionaries that uh, we don't really talk about in the Bible. When you study the life of Anna, okay, let's go to the book of Luke. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Luke. We'll see something about Anna. Okay, we'll see something about Anna in the book of Luke, chapter one. Oh Jesus. Chapter one talks about Anna the prophetess. Anna the prophetess. Okay, and uh, when, when, okay, so let's read from chapter 2, verse 36. It says that, and there was one Anna, a prophetess, okay, and the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow, about four score and four years. So that is, she was a widow of about 84 years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. Verse 38, he says that, And she coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto God, and spake unto him, okay, unto them that looked for the redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed these things, according to the law, they returned to Galilee, their own city. Okay, so you come to realize here, and before, before, we even speak about Anna. There is Simeon who we see that in verse 34, he says, uh, in, in, in the verses, even before verse 34, around verse 26 and 25, he says that, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. That's talking about the birth of the Christ. Okay. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him, after the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to the way. So now what are we identifying here? You realize that because of the great move of God, the great thing God wanted to do on the face of this earth, he had to find functionaries and place a burden on them. So Anna was serving in the, in, in the temple day and night with fastings. And what was she doing? She was praying concerning the consolation of Israel. She was praying because 
a, 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 an idea of God, an idea of God, a, a desire of God needed to be birthed forth in that room. And in the whole of Israel, no one knew what was happening, but God needed to find functionaries unto himself. Do you understand? God needed to find functionaries unto himself. The reason why a lot of things that we are saying, oh, God will do, God will do, God will do, we are not seeing it happen. It's because God hasn't found anyone whose womb is available. But the womb of Anna was available. The womb of Simeon was available. These people were people of the secret place. They were serving God with fastings and prayers. They were serving God, patiently awaiting the consolation of Israel. Are you following me? They were patiently awaiting it. One thing you realize from this report is that because of the burden of God on their life concerning Jesus Christ, who was going to come by that womb technology, you, you realize that their life was fashioned in a certain way. Listen, there are a lot of you, uh, when, when you receive the burden of the Lord, okay, when, when that hard desire of God becomes a burden unto you, when, when it finds expression in your womb, one thing that you realize is that you, the way you live, you cannot live like that again. Because the, by virtue of you having that burden, your life is going to be fashioned in a certain way. Some of you, by virtue of the burden God implants in your womb, you realize that you cannot sleep at 3 a.m. You cannot sleep at 2 a.m. Or even if you sleep at a certain particular time, you must wake up. Why? There is a burden, and the burden is beginning to shape your life in a certain pattern. You understand? If you see a pregnant woman, we are using a pregnant woman as a woman who has a burden. She's carrying a womb. You realize her walking will change. You realize that her sleeping times will change. You realize her appetite will change. You realize almost every, her, even her temper changes. Everything about that person changes. Why? Because of that womb technology, there is a burden. There is a burden that that person has. There is a hard desire of God that that person must bring forth in, into their mundane expression, into, into their natural environment. So, so God had to make a womb available. And that's how God is. You see, some of you think you are indispensable. You think if you don't make yourself available, God will not use anyone. And that's the mentality of many church people. They think, oh, if it is not my church, without my church, God won't do anything on the face. You are lying. God will find wombs. And listen, I'm giving you this. I'm letting you know this because right now as I'm speaking, God is looking for wombs. God is looking for wombs. Some of you have already started experiencing certain um, angelic, um, uh, angelic experiences wherever you are. Some of you are experiencing certain things. God, God, God is looking for wombs. God is scanning through men who are listening to me right now, looking for wombs because God is looking at establishing something on the face of this earth. So how he called Simeon, how he called Anna, and he took their wombs and began to use it. He placed the burden on them. You see, and the thing is, when we call something a burden, burden is another word for trouble. It's another word for a weight. That means it's not always you like it. So the 3 a.m., it's not always you like to wake up at 3 a.m. That's why you realize Simeon said that now, now I can, I can, I can go in peace. Simeon wanted to die, but there was a burden, and that was his emphasis. That one was more important to him than his death. There was a burden on his heart, like how in this day, God is looking at uniting the church. God is looking at He's bringing the church together, bringing the walls of denominationalism and everything. But He's looking for wombs who are going to incubate. This, this purpose of God and allow it to find expression on the face of this earth. 
You find in the book of First Samuel about a woman called Hannah. God, God, you know, Hannah, God deliberately shut the womb of Hannah because God was looking for, 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 for a womb. He shut the physical womb of Hannah because he was looking for more than a physical womb. Maybe for Mary, he was looking for a physical womb. But in the case of Anna, he was looking for something more than the physical, something more than the natural. He was looking for a womb that could bet generations, that could bet the prophet Samuel. So when he had shut the womb of Hannah, if she had given birth earlier, she would have not had that bedding. But he shut the physical womb of Hannah. And now Hannah began to incline towards the Lord. She began to travel. She began to pray. She began to seek the Lord. She, she made the Lord know, my womb is available. Whatever God you will use my womb for. And even though Hannah had in mind a child to herself, God had in mind a prophet for the nations. And that is how big God thinks. A lot of you, you've misused your wombs. A lot of parents have misused their wombs. They were thinking of just normal appetites and a normal family and god was thinking something greater he was thinking a prophet for the nation he was thinking you know people have prayed for years israel was praying for years looking for the consolation of israel they were waiting for that christ israel was praying for years yes yes and even now our spiritual fathers the fathers of the faith they've prayed for years yes yes they've prayed for a certain consolation and the answer was in someone's womb and the answer was you yes most of you, you don't know that you are the answer to the prayers of some fathers. You are the answer to the prayers of some family, some people somewhere who are dead and long gone. But God was looking for a womb. So God shut the physical womb of Hannah. Then Hannah began to incline towards the Lord. She realized that I, this womb needs to be opened. Uh, when, when, when God revealed to her that it is not just about your, your natural womb, there is something spiritual I'm looking for. There is something higher than the natural. Then she, she was able to bring forth the prophet Samuel. She was able to bring forth. And the Bible makes us understand that in the time of Samuel, the, the enemies of Israel could not step in Israel. They could not lift their hand against Israel. That is the way God thinks. That is the way God thinks. God is looking for wombs. See, God, some of you, if you decide not to make your womb available, God, God will put you in certain situations. Don't think, some of you pass through certain situations and it made you run towards God. You think it is just life circumstances. God allowed it because he allowed it so that at one day you will come and be with him. You, you will incline towards him. You will latch towards him. Then your womb will be available so that he can bet his purposes on this earth. Do you understand me? And so God is looking for ready wombs. A lot of you, the womb is there and, and it's, it's not even ready. Some of you haven't taken care of your wombs or anything. But you see, it is not just about the womb God is looking for. I said that when God finds the womb, what God does is he implants his seed into the womb. Okay, He implants his seed into the womb. Just like a man has to put sperm into a woman or something there has to be the introduction of sperm and then the and the sperm that there is a formation in the womb of that woman that woman's womb is supposed to serve as an environment to 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 grow whatever burden to grow, grow whatever um idea whatever purpose is there in the same way there is a spiritual seed that god implants into a man so first, we need a ready womb. And I'm saying in this time, God is looking for wombs. Even you, he's looking for your womb, your spiritual womb. Now he wants to implant a spiritual seed. The Bible says in First Peter 
chapter 1, verse 23, he says that being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now, the Bible makes us understand that the word of God is an incorruptible seed. Okay, it's incorruptible, an incorruptible seed. And the word seed there is sperm. The word where you get sperm from, seed. That means when God wants to introduce sperm into your womb, when God wants to bring that seed into your womb, it is his word he brings to you. So there are many available wombs, but they have not received the word. There are many available, uh, available wombs which have not received the word. Do you understand? That is why uh, Mary, Mary Magdalene, she, she, she was a virgin. But she had an available womb. And when the angel came to her and he began to speak, she asked how would these things be said that the, the, the spirit of the Lord, it is going to be by the spirit of the Lord, the power of the most high, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to overshadow her. Do you know why? Because once the word of God had come to her, the spirit of the Lord had come to her. Listen, in understanding the move of the spirit of God, you have to understand the word of God. So wherever the word of God goes, the spirit of God goes. Wherever you find the spirit of God, you must find the word of God. Do you understand? So when God wants to do something in a certain generation, that is when he will send his word to a man. Just like the word of God is coming to you today. That God wants to do this with the church. God wants to do that with the church. That is a seed God implanted in you. And God expects that that seed will begin to grow. So when you look at the stages of pregnancy, you see that from there is conception. Conception is where the person picks seed. Okay. And in the same way, conception is where the word will come into our being. And then there must be an incubation and maturation of that seed in the person. So you realize that some of you, you receive the word on Thursday. And then you're thinking about it. It has not yet become a life in your spirit. The Bible will say that um, the word of God is life. And it says that life is the life. So the word of God in the man, we're looking at the maturation of the word of God, it must come to a point where it becomes a light in the spirit of the person, okay? So this is what happens. When the Lord deposited that spiritual seed, that spiritual sperm into your womb, for those whose wombs are available, for those whose wombs were, uh, were, were active, when he deposited it into you, what is going to happen is that it is going to begin to grow. Your, your womb is incubating it. Your womb is providing the necessary environment for it. So you realize that it is going to start dawning on you. Ah, it's like the spirit is impressing something on your heart. The spirit is impressing something on your heart. It is going deeper and deeper. It is going to, it becomes a light in your spirit. At that moment, what will happen is that you must take it into travel. Because when, when a baby is mature or at a stage of maturity in the stomach, what we see is that labor. There must be labor. And after labor, there is patriation where the woman gives birth. So in the same way, in this spiritual uh, um, sphere we are looking at, when God gets his, uh, uh, implants his purposes into you, when he implants his wedding to you, and he's expecting to get those purposes, what is going to happen is that until that word has become light to you, until the life and the vitality of that word has covered your resources, you will not begin to function or you will not begin to see the, 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 the weight of that burden. So it must find expression in the resources of your life. It must become a light in your spirit. You realize that it begins to change the way you do everything. Why? There is a burden. The next thing, we are going to labor. We are going to labor. Why am I telling you all this? Because it, 
even as I'm speaking it to you, God is planting seeds with you. God is depositing stem into you. He's, he's, he's implanting certain burdens on you. And some of you, you are going to feel like there's a heavy cloak just falling on you. And it's like something has covered your head and something has covered your soldiers. Because it's high time that we descend the heart of God. You, you, when happy, you must feel it. You must descend it. You must know. When God is sad about something, you must know. When God is angry about something, you should be able to know as a It is they that carry the wolf and who carry the burden of God who can tell the, 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 the state of God at a certain time. So the angel said, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the Holy Ghost. So when the work comes to a man, it is by the working of the Holy Spirit that we see that it becomes light. It changes from head knowledge to spirit knowledge. It finds expression in all your recesses. Do you understand? It will find expression in all your recesses. That is what God is looking at right now. Now, the word of God carries the nature and life of God. This is something I want you to understand. I'm going to explain a certain spiritual phenomenon to you. Okay, this one you will not learn it in Bible school. When you generally in the spirit, you know certain things like this. Now, the realm of the spirit is such that it is a realm of commerce. Okay, even Bible speaks about the fact that uh, by the multitude of thy merchandise. Okay, and you see so many scriptural evidences about how that there is a certain commercial happening in the realm of the spirit. There is commerce, there is transactions, there are tradings. Okay, so anytime we encounter a spirit, okay, anytime we encounter a spirit, what happens is that if we should have intercourse, when I'm talking about I'm talking about intercourse. When we have intercourse, when we have the epignosis, we have a, 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 a participation of that spirit, what will happen is that it seeks to implant its nature into us and let its nature find expression. Do you understand? Every spirit, even God, even God wants to find the expression. That is why he created man. He was wanted to express himself. That is how the, the nature of spirits, they are always looking to express themselves. That is why a demon possess someone and you see the person who acts in certain ways because the demon's nature and that is being expressed. Do you understand? So when you journey the spirit by prayer as a believer and you encounter the spirit of holiness what happens is that if you have intact let's begin to speak in language of the spirit as we wait for our spirit to come back
So our sins have been let's 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 follow. Sorry, I uh, for some reason the, the network has okay. I hope you can hear me. So I'll say that the reason why I will speak to you and you cannot go back to an addiction, and that's the second thing happening here. If you came here and you were suffering from an addiction, you cannot go back to it. It has left you why because some meaning to you, and it's not just about the words I'm speaking, but there is a Spirit and there's a
and complete. If the church will stand in unity, if the things God has planned for the church and for you as individuals okay, will, will come to be, uh, we must get there must be labor. It is not just about a burden which was in our spirit or which was in the womb of our spirit, but we must come to a point where we must travel, we must we must force it out. We must force it out. Do you know even the natural wounds of people? A, a lot of ladies are noticing. Some of you, you have to sit down. And tonight, what I'm making a declaration that there is no lady here whose natural womb will be used for nonsense. Some of you have done abortions and all those things. Don't worry about that. It is past. You cannot change it or anything. But God says that he is bringing a restoration to your life. You understand? And those having issues with the womb because the womb is an important tool of God. Whatever God wants to do, he will use the womb. If God wants to bet something in this world, and some of you here are supposed to bet giants, you are supposed to bet great men, but then you, you are using your bodies for anything and pushing anything into your womb and, 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 and you are compromise, attempting to compromise what God wants to do for you. You understand? You're you attempting to compromise. Some of you are, are, are in, in fact, by your, your attitudes and your lifestyles and your your disposition towards the things of God, you've aborted your babies God has given you spiritually. The things God wants you to bear in this world. Don't think you came here for yourself. You came here because God is using you as a channel to achieve something on the face of this earth. You understand? God is using you as a channel to achieve something on the face of this earth. And some of you, you've already started aborting your babies. How are you doing that? God placed a burden in your womb and you, you ignored it. God placed a burden in your womb. Some of you, I know this is not the first time that God is placing a burden on the hands of people to pray for the unity of the church. Some of you received this message months ago. Some of you received certain messages for the church or certain issues to pray for the fathers, to pray for the sons on certain issues. Oh, but you, you decided to ignore it. You decided that even though this has been abandoned, I've ignored it. I don't have time. Some of you, you are aborting the baby. Some of you, your wounds are not even ready to receive. So you keep on having miscarriages. You, you, you keep on having miscarriages. How are you having miscarriages? Because you yourself, you, 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 you are not apt to the, the, the movements of the spirit. You cannot even descend when the spirit drops a seed into your heart. Why? Because you are living a life that is not consecrated unto God. Listen, if God is going to use you for mighty don't let anyone lie to you and tell you that, oh, God you just uses anyone, God, it is a lie. God picks a man and he transforms the man and he uses the man. He doesn't pick dirty people, filthy people, and just leave them. Oh, I'm using it. No, 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 no. He will transform a man, and that is the man he used. So we see in the book of Isaiah, chapter six, where Isaiah had to be purged by the Lord. He saw that I am a man of uncleanness, and that is where the the Lord brought him restoration and ushered him into ministry. But he gave him a formal ministry. You understand? If you don't live a consecrated life in this time, tell us. You, I want you to know that you are wasting your. Work. You are wasting your womb. There is so much in that womb God wants to find expression on the face of this earth. But because you are not consecrated, you will keep on miscarriaging. When the burden of the Lord comes, when the promptings of the Spirit comes, it will just fall away because you are not consecrated. You are not consecrated enough to follow and um, agree and submit to the demons of the Spirit. Do you understand? 
though you must be alive to God as a person. If I, 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 I want you to understand that when we begin to pray for the church, you know that it is a burden that God has put in your heart, and you must it it, it must it must it must be nurtured, it must be developed, it must you must provide the right and necessary conditions. Have you seen a pregnant woman who doesn't give attention to her baby before? Or to her pregnancy before? Oh, no, 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 no. You, the, ah, as you encounter the Spirit of God tonight, burdens are being implanted in you. Some of you, you will not be able to sleep again. You will find, you always find it difficult sleeping because the very moment you sleep, some something or someone you don't know what it is, but it is an angel. You he will touch you. He will, he will tap you and tell you go and pray, go and pray, go and pray. That is the womb technology that God will implant something in us, and that by our travail, by our travail, by our travail, we will enter into patrician. We will pray for by our travail, by our travail. So. You begin to pray when the burden is on the heart of the Lord. That is why the also that I, I look for a man to stand in the gap. Oh, God wanted to institute something on the face of the earth, but he can look all around and he's not finding anyone to execute the burdens which are the desires on his heart. God is looking for someone to execute those burdens, which are the desires of his heart. The burdens that are placed on you by your encounter with the word and the spirit of God, by your encounter with God, those burdens, when you encounter the spirit of holiness, when you encounter the spirit of unity, you realize that all that is your heart is that God lets your church be united. 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 And at almost you will never, you will never, you will never. Because anytime the burden of the Lord has matured in your, in, in, in your womb, just like a baby will mature in the womb of a mother, there will be the time of labor. So you will have to labor for it to be better. I pray for you in these days, as we pray, these seven days. And I pray that you will bring more people on board. Make it a point to bring more people on board to pray. That as the Lord has laid. This implanted this seed in your hearts, in your homes, and the Lord has implanted this seed in, in your viable homes. They'll be nurtured into maturity and will keep laboring, will keep laboring, will keep traveling until the purposes of God are brought forth. Ladies, where are your homes? Where are your homes? Don't keep your homes to yourself. Make yourself available. What God is doing is that He is raising a lot of people female intercessors intercessors and right now the spirit of the lord is coming on someone right now the spirit of the lord now Cedric, put your put your handle on the page page if anything i want certain communications to be done so if anything they can communicate it to you then you refer to me or to what's next like what happens the spirit of the lord is coming on certain people to pray silently with the spirit it's coming on certain people and the lord 
all this implanting burdens it is not just the burden of praying for the, the unity of the church but so many things because god is looking for people who legislate the desires of his heart who will legislate the desires of his heart who will make sure that in this generation they will not bow to the systems of the the world they will not bow to the strategies of the enemy but all that they'll do is to serve as living portals they'll serve as homes they'll serve as uh, channels by which god will will, will expand his kingdom on the face of this earth in the name of jesus in the name of jesus father lord we thank you we thank you for your spirit. Kabina Mashte Ibra Akivas, Sevrindoraspi Ambri Emantigas, Repetitri Soaskimas, Betro Imbri Emaskiaske, Sadevalidri Inem Pragoske, Sikonsibala Semantias, Rependogomambri Ininkeski, Fandi Leminderaski, Rapedemito Nisemiatelaski. Zike Tulogomaski, Ne Compri Indoska, Zikomis Temisa, Siko Tomaskime, Ropadi Kadiso, Ligondoshada, Ligosha, Lord, implant your burdens, O God, implant your seed, O God, that Lord, it may grow in our wombs, O God, that we will duly execute, O God. Somebody lift up your voice and tell God, 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 grant me, O God, that I will be branded in you, that even as I journey in the spirit, I will encounter you and I will be burdened, O God, that what breaks your heart will break my heart, that what is your heart desire will be my heart desire, that what is your emphasis will be my emphasis in a season like this, in the name of Jesus, Kabira Gabam Pragadaski, Metrobomire Inasukas, Rakapatuke, Bintre Gamansila Kaibi, Rakozebe Ikabushede, Rekozom Perisa, Rekoja, that my womb will become a weapon, that my womb will become a weapon, Matogomishade, that my womb will become a weapon, Repepelusama, that my womb will become a weapon, Lepebelute, Nikombizela Kamuta, Rapadu Penu Semita, that my womb will become a weapon, that you will use this womb, oh God, to, to, crystallize your purposes in the earth to 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 instantiate and initialize the move oh god that you want to do on this earth in the name of jesus thank you spirit of the living god thank you spirit of the living god wow 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 one thing happening well we are going to start praying at 12 a.m exactly 12 a.m don't worry right now let's allow the spirit to do what he wants to do one thing happening is that some of you are receiving a burden for prayer you, you will pray you will pray you will keep praying you will keep praying you will keep praying you will keep praying you will keep praying, will keep praying. and and the power of the holy ghost is coming upon some of you who don't speak in tongues uh, some of you are receiving that right now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus at 12 o'clock we are going to begin to pray that God, unite your church, unite your church, unite your church. Even as Lord, you've placed this burden in our hearts, we will labor, oh God, we will labor, oh God. 
be seen in the church. Lord, let love be seen in the church. Let your love find expression in the church. Lord, raise a generation of people who are so filled and so engulfed and so encapsulated and so captivated by your love and in your love in the name of jesus lord teach the church to love like you will love the bible makes us understand that this is how christ loved the church that he gave his life for the church that the believers must learn to give their life for others the believers must learn to give their life for others lord teach us to love like you love teach us to love like you love lift your voice in the name of jesus Thank <laughs> you. 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we are continuing to pray. When I was explaining to you the nature of burdens and how they are legislated in the spirit, I explained something that sometimes you must encounter spirits and by your intercourse with that spirit, by your participatory knowledge in that spirit, whatever is the character, whatever is the nature, whatever is the emphasis of that spirit, it, it, it is going to implant it into you. And, and you see that your consecration is towards that direction. That means that a lot of people have not encountered the love of God. God let men encounter you. Let men encounter you in the dimension of love. Let them encounter the dimension of love. Because when, when they encounter the dimension of love, the, 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 the love of God, when they encounter that dimension of love, they'll be constrained. They'll be constrained. They'll be constrained. They'll be constrained. They'll, be constrained. they'll stop thinking about themselves. Don't stop thinking about himself. The book of First John tells us, so perceive we the love of God. So perceive we the love of God. He says that, that he gave his life for us. And he says that we also ought to live our life for the better. 
we also ought to lay down our life for the brethren. He says that it, this is love, not that we first love him, but Christ first loved us and he gave himself for a, as a propitiation for our sin. When we encounter this love, when we encounter this love, listen, you, 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 will, you will not even get angry at certain things. You will not get angry at, at, at people. You will not hold a grudge against people. The reason why the church is in so much division is that there is no love. We, we profess it with our mouth. We profess it with our mouth. But deep in our hearts, we, we, it, there is no love. There is no love. There is no love. We are saying that God, let, let men encounter the spirit of love. So that, 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 that emphasis of the spirit of love will become our burden. That when, when we are not acting out of love, we, can, we will not be okay. 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 Lord, we will not be satisfied until men begin to walk in the love that you described for us. The example of love that Jesus left for us, if we were walking in that, believe me, the church would have conquered almost the whole world by now. If we were walking in Christ's dimension of love, the church has begun to gather. Most of you here, you cannot choose your friend by yourself. You don't know love. You don't know love. You don't know love. We are praying, God help the church. God, let us encounter your love. And even in your personal life, you that we are here. Let us encounter your love. Let us encounter your love. That we will be able to choose the next person over ourselves. That we will be able to be constrained, oh God, in our actions and in our inactions. Somebody lift your voice and pray, Lord. Let your church encounter love in the name of Jesus, that your church will be united in the name of Jesus. Rabbana <laughs> <laughs> 
in the name of Jesus. You know, yesterday one lady texted me. I was so happy with what she texted me about. You know, we during um convocation of God's unity, we spoke that the Lord is dealing with bitterness in the hearts of some people, of fans in the hearts of some people. Yesterday she was texting me and she said. She, she just texted me and she said that after Cox, after Cox, she, 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 she all of a sudden, she had forgiven her father. She doesn't know how, but she has held a grudge against her father for years now. And right now, she can't feel the hurt of anything. She can't feel the pain of anything and all that. Like, it, it was totally gone. She was astounded. Like, she, she just, she, she, can't feel anything. 
We are praying for the church that Lord, the spirit of bitterness. You know, a lot of a lot of people have been hurt by the church. A lot of people have been hurt by their pastors, by other church members, by their local church, by other people's churches, by Christians elsewhere, and it that a seed of bitterness has been planted in their in their spirits this is one of the things that complicates the wounds this is one of the things this is one of the things that cause miscarriage miscarriage yes it makes your wound it makes that wound weapon nullified when you have bitterness in you what god cannot establish his purposes when there is bitterness in the hearts and in the wombs of people it, it begins to cause complications even even in our natural world if you have a pregnant woman who suffering depression or bitterness and all those things you realize that it 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 complicates the pregnancy in the same way in the spirit some wounds are complicated ah, there, there are functionaries that god used to do great things but there is so much bitterness in them this is why the church cannot have territorial impact oh so many people have been hit by the next pastor i saw something on the net and i was so disappointed uh, uh some one man of god one big man and of God in Ghana was being bashed on the net by some people and then one of his associates uh, puts on Instagram that when uh, the, the people who they are bashing his man of God when their own man of God uh, there was another man of God who some scandal issue came up some time ago I don't know whatever you call it and he said that uh, when it was their man of God they didn't do that so he, they should go and talk about the amount of God's holy thing and I'll show you a, a minister of God with thousands of people under you you are saying that go and fight, uh, they should also go and talk about the issue of the, man of, uh, the other man of God they should, they should leave your own and talk about the issue of the other man of God are we not all the body of Christ bitterness bitterness is tearing us apart but we are praying even as we encounter the love of god and even as the love of god finds expression in our hearts lord let every spirit of bitterness be alleviated from the church be alleviated from our sometimes it will take only an act of your love to cause the spirit of bitterness to leave another person that is why the love of god must find expression in you first that you are here so that when you move there and that person suffers bitterness and you express dimension of love that a person has never seen oh that, that spirit of bitterness will not have an option but to leave but that even as the lord introduces love into our system even as we encounter the love of god even as we, we are engulfed by the love of god let every spirit of bitterness let every spirit of offense be great out of the church in the name of jesus we are praying for our local churches our local churches i'm an assemblies of god member in my church i see that some people have issues with other members they have issues with the pastors maybe in your church you see that the pastors have issues with their cover staff but lord let love dwell among your people and let the spirit of bitterness of envy of strife of offense of grudges be alleviated be kicked down be made be nullified in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and cry in the spirit.
Ya 
Rabuni Raburan Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. We are, we are going to pray one last prayer and then we'll be done for tonight. And in your closets, you can continue praying. Um, when you read the book of First Corinthians chapter 13, we see something interesting. And First um, Corinthians chapter 13 actually emphasizes on the importance of love among the brethren. And he says that if though he speaks in tongues of men and of angels and have not love, he is as a sounding brass or a tickling cymbal. says that even if he has the gift of prophecy and understands all mysteries and all knowledge and have all faith and you can remove mountains and says, if you still don't have love, you are nothing. And it continues that if you bestow your goods to feed the poor and you give your body to be burned and have no love, it does not profit anything. And then he continues talking a lot about love. And he, uh, the writer shows the nature of love. I think we should all read it after the meeting. Shows the nature of love. But if you find out that at any point you are short of this, know that there is, you, you need to, to tarry long in a while until that finds expression in you. Amen. So he says that upon all the things we are doing, if there is no love, it doesn't profit anything. And this is the situation of the church of today. Uh, we have the miracles, we have the signs and wonders, we have the money, we have this, we have that, we have this. But there is no genuine love. There is no genuine love. How, how do I know this? It says love suffered long. You find a lot of Christians who cannot persevere. He says that love is kind. You find a lot of Christians who are not kind. He says love does not envy. You find 
if you find yourself envying another church or another Christian, know that you don't have the love of God. He says that love does not uh, flaunt itself. Love does not brag. And you find every church, we are the best church. We are the this. We are, oh, no, 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 no. They polish. They, they, they are, oh, they, they need love. They need love. When, when they encounter love, they will stop thinking that we are the best church. We are this. Bragging in their achievements and this. Oh, no, no, no. When, when they encounter love, they will stop bragging. He says love is not puffed up. You find so many Christians with some 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 ungodly and and, and filthy arrogance. It, it's so sad. And cell leaders, church leaders, and the way they talk to people, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. There is no love. There is no love. He says that love does not behave unseemly. He says that love does not seek her own. The, the, the average Christian of today is looking for his own benefits. It's looking for his own profits. That is why uh, <laughs> that, that's why people are seeking to build empires unto themselves and not unto the Lord. We are looking for our own profits. Love thinketh not evil. Love does not rejoice in iniquity. Listen, if you find any Christian who rejoices in sin, who rejoices in iniquity, who keeps, who lives in sin, and will give you the excuse that, oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, that, that I am the righteousness of God. Hey, love does not rejoice in iniquity. If you find a Christian or someone who professes Christianity or a church member or people who, who, who don't care about, about certain things like the issue of sin, you should know that there is no love. Why? The love of God constrains us. He says that love rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. He says, love does not fail. That even prophecy will fail, even tongues will fail, even they shall cease, even knowledge will vanish away. But he says that this love, this love, this issue of love, this love of God that constrains us, it cannot fail. This is what the church needs at this time. This is what the church needs at this time. This is what the body of Christ needs at this time. That love will bind us. 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 We are praying again. Lord, let your love find an expression in my life. Lord, I envy. Lord, I need your love to find expression in my life. Lord, 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 I rejoice in iniquity, but Lord, I need your help. Lord, I am not long-suffering. I do not persevere, but Lord, I need your help. Lord, I am not kind. Lord, I need your help. Lord, I am proud. Lord, I need your love. I need your love. I need your love. Help me. Teach me. Cause me to encounter this, your love, which constrains me. In the name of Jesus, cause the church of Ghana, oh God, cause the church of Ghana, oh God, the Assemblies of God Church, the Methodist Church, the Winners Chapel, Christ Embassy, Lord, the, the Action Chapel, Lord, Dominion Sanctuary, Lord, whatever church it is, my local church, the church as a whole, in the name of Jesus, the Pentecostal, the Catholics, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Kabadoko brasketa, rakapatura kapapani kapayata, rasoto kubatabri antegi maste, rakapata kapatimbra asante, 
Makata Kabasa Kabaya
In the name of Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. We we just want to thank Jesus. Just begin to thank the Lord. Just begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for the mighty things He's doing. Thank the Lord that He has activated our womb weapons. Thank the Lord that uh we, He has He has He has taught us to 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 legislate the burdens. The desires on his heart which have become burdens in our wombs are coming doskaba. We are thanking the Lord for the church. We are thanking the Lord for the mighty things he is doing in the church in this in this time. But the best one task. Zenkumata. Be so good. Kiss on the basket. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Radama Kunteskeva. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful that this is just the beginning of great things you'll be doing with us through us and to us this week we thank you for 
the deliverance. We thank you for the miracles. We thank you for the gifts. We thank you for the power of your spirit. We thank you that even as we legislate the burdens which you've planted in our wombs, O oh God, and even as we labor in the place of prayer, we thank you that, Lord, the church is being united. We thank you that, Lord, Christ is being formed in the church. We thank you that, Lord, love is finding expression in the church. That, Lord, we will not only pray about love, but we will become an epitome of love. That everywhere we go, the love of God will be seen. That, Lord, the love of Jesus Christ will be seen. We thank you, Lord, that your love is constraining us, O oh God, that you are teaching us to lay our life for the brethren. We thank you that you are bringing the fathers together, the sons together, the women together, the men together, the slaves together, the free together, the workers together, the non-working force together, the teachers together, the students together, even as the body of Christ. We thank you that by the introduction of your love, oh God, the issue of pride is being dealt with. We thank you that the spirit of envy is being dealt with. We thank you that the spirit of bitterness is being dealt with. And we thank you that even those who are here who have been hurt by their fathers, by mothers, by siblings, by cousins, by pastors, by teachers, by fellow Christians, Lord, we thank you that those bitterness, that bitter spirit, that bitter symptom is being taken out of their bodies in the name of Jesus. That their womb weapons, oh God, are being released, are being, are being loosed in the name of Jesus. That your burden is falling hard on them, that they will travel to bet your purposes. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So God richly bless you for joining us tonight. We'll continue tomorrow. As I said, invite a friend. This is not about say Elam. This is not about say Derek. This is not about uh, Kwame. This is not about Louisa or Abraham or whoever. But this is an issue of the body of Christ. This is um, what we are doing by the burden that God has placed on our hearts. So we will keep praying till the weekend. Just from Sunday, that is today, we started. So we are done with today. I mean, yesterday into today. We'll continue this evening. And then we end on Saturday. Invite a friend. Speak to a friend. Text some people personally and tell them that this is what we are doing. This is what we are doing. We need to pray for the church. We need to pray for the church. So God richly bless you so much. I love you so much. If you have any testimony or anything, I think the last meeting we had, we did um, Holy Ghost baptism and uh, healings and some people gave some testimonies and about, um, about four people online received the gifts and the people who were phys- um, there with us to all of them did and I believe God is going to keep doing mighty things amongst us. So if you have any testimony, anything you want to share, any 
anything. In fact, you are free to share with us what you perceive in the spirit. I'm sure some of you want to share certain things. So there is a handle on the page. You can um, you can text that handle and then uh, communicate whatever it is to us. So God richly bless you. And you have a great night. Please, 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 if you've not listened to um, Living Portals and Unity, do well to do that. It is very important. You can share the audio with a friend, especially the issue of Unity. You should be able to share the audio with a friend and all that. So God, it's really bless you and you have a great night.